Yes, yes, welcome, uh, welcome petty people. Welcome petty people to Dangerous Misinformation, the number one source in the entire world on this entire flat earth of ours uh, for you to gain this dangerous misinformation. Not gain this dangerous, dangerous misinformation, but absorb this dangerous misinformation. If you got your own dangerous misinformation you would like to share with the show, you can send it to lordpettypodcast at gmail.com. And as I've said before, you might ask, if the show is called Dangerous Misinformation, why is the email lordpettypodcast at gmail.com? And I've given you the answer, but I will give it again in case this is your first time tuning in with us. Um, it's because I don't want to change it because that email is in way too many links. That's the thing about pivoting, okay? Sometimes it's better to just tear down the house and start fresh, but... I didn't want to tear down the house and start fresh again. So uh, here we are. This is Dangerous Misinformation. My name is Rodney Smith. I'm your humble host. This is the podcast where we love everybody. We hate everything. Formerly known as the Lord Petty Podcast. And I always appreciate y'all being here, coming to you Monday through Friday for 20 minutes at a time. So if you stumbled upon this, if you had a buddy tell you to check this out because they're super based, uh, please be sure to hit the subscribe subscribe button um, and follow the show dude be part of the movement because uh, we moving in this bitch because staying still is death and you know what else you know what is staying still is Joe Biden's fucking brain dude it's hilarious because things got so bad because people people hated Donald Trump so much that the second Biden got in office they did everything opposite of what Trump did. And I understand why somebody would dislike Trump's personality. I 1000% understand why somebody would dislike Trump as a person, okay? But his policies, they were working, dude. They were working. And uh, so the first thing they did, they got in there and they just flipped everything on its head just to spite Big 45. And what that did is, you know, record inflation, more wars breaking out, a border crisis, um, Lots of bad things. And I don't know about you, but I, I go to the grocery store now and I live in a cheap part of the country. I live in San Antonio, Texas. And I go to HEB and I fill up a little ass shopping cart and it's 200 bucks. And I don't even buy, you know, I mean, all I buy, all I eat is meats and vegetables. And usually they fucking, usually they're throwing the healthy shit at you. Usually they're like, all right, take this out of here before it spoils. And they rack the prices up on the good shit. Uh, when I say good shit, I mean the stuff that tastes good, that does not feel good coming out of the asshole. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think, you know, you can only virtue signal for so long, right? You can only pretend to, uh, Donald Trump's bad. We're going to, the adults are back in charge. We're going to do things, but we're going to, uh, uh. you can only virtue signal for so long until the fucking house of cards comes crashing down until the chickens come home to roost. You know what I mean? Like, how bad could you possibly let inflation get? How bad could you possibly let the border get? Greg Abbott is a goddamn G. The uh, 
the governor of Texas, because what he started doing, he started loading up these buses. And but some people might say it's humane and I do inhumane and I do feel bad for the people that are just getting pawned around because they don't know better. They're in their home countries and they're hearing, oh, butthole Biden is opening up the borders. It's okay to come to America. We're going to be taken care of. So they come here on this promise that the government has given them, right? And they get here and there's not shit for them. So now they got to sleep on the streets and shit like that. And that's what Texas has been dealing with since the dawn of time, I guess. And then, uh, so what Greg, Ag Greg Abbott did is he said, okay, well, if we have all these sanctuary cities, the people on a federal level that are voting for all these open border policies, and then Texas and Arizona, New Mexico are absorbing all these migrants. Um, I said, no, well, uh, we'll provide buses and send them to New York and San Francisco and Los Angeles and all these places. So now these other places are finally like, uh, what are we going to do? And you can only do it for so long. It's like, there's a saying, I remember I had an old coworker, this QA, he told me one time, like, sometimes you just got to make it ugly. Like you can only bitch so long. <laughs> you can only bring what's wrong to people's attention for so long if they ignore it. Eventually you just got to make it ugly. You just got to like, you got to stop handling the problem and let them absorb the problem for them to recognize the problem that they're causing. So, uh, yeah, Greg Abbott decided to just make it ugly. And what Biden is doing now, well, not Biden, because we all know Biden doesn't actually do anything because Biden's brain doesn't work. Um, and that's not his fault. He's old. Go talk to your 80-some-year-old grandparents in the old folks' home. I don't even think Biden is that bad of a guy. I mean, all politicians are scumbags, but I don't think Joe Biden is inherently evil per se, okay? Just because he has different ideologies and I'm I or you or whoever might have doesn't mean that he's necessarily some people are like, oh, he fucks kids. I don't know that, okay? If he does fuck kids, then fuck him, you know? But um Butthole Biden, whose brain doesn't work because he's old and they're committing elder abuse by putting him in the white hoose. Uh Biden says, and this is a CNN article Biden says border walls don't work as administration bypasses laws to build more barriers in South Texas. So now, because butthole Biden has been dealing with all this migrant influx, not that he's dealing with it, but I'm sure he's just getting bitched at by all these people in the, quote, sanctuary cities. He is building the Trump walls that allegedly don't work. And I don't know what kind of idiot would ever say that a wall doesn't work. I could see somebody's moral agreement. I could say somebody saying, hey, you know, that's morally wrong. But even then it's like, okay, well, let's use our fucking brains. What's a nation without borders? Like you can't just, I get it. We are all citizens of earth, yada, yada, yada. But I as an American can't just go set up shop in Europe or set up shop in Asia or set up shop in Southern America without a work visa or something. I can't just fuck off. If America gets into a war, I'm going to get roped into the war. So why is our border just wide open for everybody to just come here? You know, I've been paying into social security for the last, whenever I started working when I was, you know, 18 or whatever. So why, why are we flipping the bill for everything? And I get that we were born with, uh, you know, I hate the white privilege argument because there's white people born in very bad circumstances. But as in general, we all have American privilege. Okay. That is something I will acknowledge, but it's so different. You know, they try to use this argument that, oh, well, Ellis Island let in so many, way more immigrants back then. But 
there weren't people here besides, you know, obviously the fucked up shit that happened to the natives. But back then when the Italians and the Germans and the Irish and when all these people were coming through Ellis Island, one, they were sending half of them away if they had any sort of criminal records or if they had diseases and shit like that, like they were screening them and then they would just send them away or they would take their last names away and say, hey, you're Smith or Brown now. Um, and then when the people got here, there was nothing here. They came here just because there was a promise of open land, of new, a new frontier, a new world. They didn't just come here and get off the boat and be like, oh, cool, I'm going to get a fucking welfare check and a roof over my head now. And, the, you know, bitch if these people don't adapt to our cold. That's how all the, like, little Italy's and, you know, little China and little German towns. And, you know, that's how you have all these different pockets of culture here in America. And it's like, everybody else could have came here at the same time too, dude. I mean, shit, Southern America is right there. They could have came there around this time. I mean, fucking A. I'm sure a lot of people did. And so it's just kind of, it's a bad comparison because uh, the things have been established at this point. And sure, anybody who wants to come here for a good, for a better life, who's going to follow the laws and assimilate and do it legally should be allowed to do it. There's plenty of room. There's plenty of money. There's plenty of food. There's plenty of all this. But when you just open up these fucking borders and these poor people just come flooding in with the promise and nothing is being granted to them. Um, and then when it is granted to them, it's a burden on the taxpayers. And it's like, we already have all these homeless people. We have homeless vets laying around in the streets and all these fucking drug addicts that need to be put in insane asylums. And instead we're opening up the border and be like, Oh no, more, let's bring more migrants in. That doesn't make any sense, dude. But the amazing thing about it is now, uh, that, Biden is saying border walls don't work. And it's crazy that CNN is finally getting on his ass. That's how you know the Biden admin is really shit in the bed. It's for the fact that CNN is even coming at him, you know? There's just a certain point of just shameless, shameless lying to the public or not even, you know, like when they're talking about Trump's mansion only being worth 18 million. It's like, what? They're like, they just don't even give a fuck about lying anymore. They just look you right in the face and they'll just lie which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It is what it is, dude. Love everybody. Make fun of everything, man. That's what we're, uh, speaking of fucking Southern America, man, I'm, I'm going to Mexico in, uh, three days, I'm going to Mexico in three days and I'm going by myself. I've only ever been to Mexico on a cruise, but now I'm flying into Mexico and, uh, I guess they don't like Ubers down there. So I was asking, uh, I was asking, you know, some peeps I'm meeting down with, cause I'm not getting, I'm not getting until, uh, later at night and I'm kind of scared. Mexico kind of freaks me the fuck out, but I think as a white American, you're typically safe because they know if they beef with you and they abduct you, the fucking Navy SEALs are going to come get you. You know, David Goggins is going to come and call everybody a pussy. And, uh, yeah, so typically if you are American, you're pretty safe traveling because these countries know like you don't abduct Americans, but they will rob you. You know what I mean? So don't have anything to be robbable. Walk around looking homeless. Um, but yeah, I saw, uh, I was trying to, I was thinking about transportation when I get down there, when I get to there, because I, like, I have no idea how far I have to go once I get to the airport and I don't speak a lick of freaking Spanish. I was like, oh, well, hopefully they have Uber. And so I go, what is their Uber and blah, blah, blah. And then all these articles come up and all these, excuse me, all these videos of taxi drivers <laughs> beating up Uber drivers. 
And I was like, oh God, dude, Mexico's a different world, dude. They don't play around. They don't fuck around. And I respect that. I would actually love to live in Mexico. I would love to be accepted in Mexico and live there and not have to worry about getting uh, cartel abducted and having things shoved up my butt and have to smuggle have to smuggle heroin up my sphincter over the Rio Grande. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of freaked out. So I think I'm going to call the resort. I'm going to call the resort here in a little bit and I'm going to see if they arrange transportation because I don't want to hitchhike and then get my, uh, my, my little, uh, my little butthole stuff with drugs, dude. So wish me luck. Probably if you're hearing this right now, um, I'm recording this on a Thursday and Friday's episode is already recorded. So this will probably be, yeah, this is going to be Monday's episode. So by the time you're hearing this, I'm, on, I'm in Mexico right now, bro. I am on a white beach in Mexico right now, or I'm in a bamboo hut in a forest somewhere on my way to Colombia to cook cocaine for the cartel. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see as time gets there, dude. I want to go on another fucking cruise, dude. I think the last time I was like really, really, really like um, just 100% content of what was going on in my life is when I was on a cruise for a week, man. People talk shit about cruises. Yes, it's a big germ Petri dish and you're seeing the same faces over and over, but everybody's just cool. You know you're not going to see anybody ever again, but you build a community that you know you're never going to see again. So everybody's just kind of their wildest self. You have somewhere to crash. There's always food. There's always booze. There's always activities. There's always shit to do. Um, it's just fun, man. I, I had a great time on my cruise and I want to go on uh, another one. I want to go on another one really bad. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Where are we at? Holy shit, dude. This uh, time is flying, man. I was thinking about this the other day and I broke it down like this in my brain. So this is how I'm going to break it down to you. Because sometimes we talk about butthole Biden. Sometimes we talk about the energy, uh, energy spheres of the world. Let's talk a little bit about dating. Okay. Uh, it's been a couple episodes since we've talked about male female relationship. So Here's what I've noticed. I've noticed that guys like desecrating innocent women and women like to pull down men who are winning. You know what I mean? It's like we're both these fucked up creatures in our own way to where we like to bring the other side down because it's easier to pull them down than build them up just by nature. Think about it. When a girl sees a guy winning, right? When a girl sees a guy winning, she's like, oh, I'm going to go fuck his life up. I'm going to see if this pussy is vicious enough to get him on the hook and, and then make his life hard. <laughs> and then with guys, we're so attracted to innocence, you know? That's why we don't want a chick that's been passed around because she's been, you know, dirtied up at that point. Anyone like, no, it doesn't matter. Like, you're just defying nature. The same way, the same way a woman is attracted to 6'5", making $250,000 a year, that's how men are attracted to innocence. And be like, oh, that's insecure. Oh, that's immature. Whatever fucking things you want to call it. You know, whenever a guy has any sort of standards, women want to throw negative terms at it. Uh, but that just is what it is. You know, you want to be, you want to be the first guy to do terrible, nasty things to this sweet, innocent girl. And then the girl wants to come into a successful man's life who only cares about work who's out there just fucking shit up 
in a good way. She wants to step into his frame and bring him down a notch. And that's just a generalization, okay? That's not everybody. That's why the very, very, very high-quality partners um, walk into each other's life and build each other up. And I don't tolerate anything but within my friendships, relationships, anything like that. Um, I mean, I'm all here for the talking shit. But I, you can tell, I can tell the difference between talking shit and when somebody's being facetious and trying to drag me down. As soon as somebody's trying to drag me down, they, I walk them out. I walk them long legs right out of my life because I don't want to be competing. You know what I mean? I don't want to be competing with my, my partner or I don't want to be like in weird, con even with like my buddies, you know, I guess, I guess because I'm such a like one man wolf pack when it comes to working, um, and I'm, I'm so just competitive with myself and people in my field that I don't want that around me in my personal relationships. I want to like step away and I don't, yeah, especially with my partner, dude, I guess with dudes, I'm, I can be competitive with my buddies in every sense, but I don't want to be competitive with my girlfriend. Um, that shit is annoying and I'm not in the game for that. I saw this app earlier. It's called Riz God. I know, dude. Don't don't hate. Don't blame me for the name, okay? But there's an app called Riz God, and in the commercial, it was a guy. He got a text from a girl, and then he copied the text, and then he put it into this app, and then the app generated an answer for him to say back, and then uh, he put it back in and texted. So basically, it's AI. It's AI to be texting girls, kind of like how South Park made fun of that two years ago, or whenever they had the chat GPT episode. So these fucking dorks are using AI to be texting chicks. One, why are you texting girls? The only time you should be texting girls is to be making plans to hang out, okay? Two, what happens if you get so used to, your brain gets so lazy now communicating through AI, now you're hanging out with this chick face to face, and because you didn't make the brain connections between the things being said, so you, you'll probably won't even remember what the fuck you said in these threads. So now you're sitting in front of her. Maybe maybe girls are going to be doing that shit too. Who knows? They're probably, they probably get so many messages, so many dick offerings where they're just like, I'm going to install a GPT, a chat bot that just answers all my texts. And then when I feel like it, I'll go just so I can keep these guys on the hook. And then when I feel like it, I'll go in there and uh, make dinner plans when I'm hungry and I don't want to spend money on food. Um, yeah, dude, shit's wild. Um, I wouldn't be able to look myself in the mirror. I would not be able to look myself in the mirror and be like, oh, I was using Riz God today and I lined up a date. Fucking geeks, dude. Um, anyways, that's it. That's it. That's Monday's episode. Y'all having a good Monday? Um, stay strong. Keep the week going. Keep a positive outlook. I had a very good, so I had a $150 late charge on my rent um, I just forgot. I've been so fucking busy and I forgot to pay my rent. And I had this whole thing planned where I was like, all right, I'm going to go talk to the manager and I'm going to kind of be on the sly. I'm going to say, you know, we all make mistakes. I really haven't found it necessary to voice my opinion on any sort of public forums about, you know, then list anything wrong with the apartment. It's like, you know what? Let me just go in there smiling and laughing and being cordial and ask these people how they're doing. Let them know it's my fault and see if there's anything that they can do for me. And sure enough, because I went that route, they waived the $150 late fee on my rent. 
And um, that's just that's just a lesson in life right there, man. That's some wisdom I want to pass down to uh, pass down to the younger people, over to my peers, and fucking up to anybody older that's too stupid that hasn't learned that yet. That uh, by being nice to people and being understanding of the way that things are, that people aren't there aren't out here to get you. Okay. Uh, typically you're not out here getting singled out, being preyed upon. Shit just happens. You have to deal with these systems and maneuver them properly and just be nice and cordial and respectful to people and you'll get a lot more back. Um, anyways, go leave a rating, uh, subscribe, go check out the YouTube channel, go get my book, The Petty Principles, and uh, tell somebody about the podcast and leave a rating. All right. Appreciate y'all. Have a great week. I will see y'all tomorrow. Peace out.